Bing bang bong, sing sang song, <laughs> ding dong dong. How did UK I know? <laughs> you know what? They should replace all of the clocks, like the clock towers. And when they do the little bing bong on the hour and the quarter hour, like every flipping 15 minutes, they should replace it with UK Hun petition. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was such a moment. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm all right, babes. I'm reeling. I'm a bit dizzy, and it's not because of this fantastic episode we're going to dive into. I've got a little bit of vertigo, babes. So I'm just telling my sob story to the people so that um, you know they know how hard we work to put to get into this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a day late. It's all entirely my fault, and I know you're readying the hate mail to send us right now and the one star review. So it's all my fault. But listen to how ill I am. <clears throat> I'm so sick. You took one look at that monster mashup runway last <laughs> yeah. week, and you were like, "Oh my gosh!" The toxicity <laughs> leapt through the screen into my blood. <laughs> But enough oh. about me and my shambolic life. How are you, hon? I'm not too shabby, not too shabby. What can I say, really? Same old day, different... I was going to say same old day, different lockdown. But um, oh. it's, the, it's the same lockdown. Anyway, oh. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually really good because this okay. episode of Drag Race was sensational. It's just It just keeps on getting better. Um, yeah every week there's something new and also like doing the podcast obviously is kind of like such another highlight of the week thank you very much oh thank you it's just always it's always a delight and shout out to all of the new listeners that have been uh listening to us ramble on about drag race um shout out to there's people in the philippines uh finland and australia those are the new listeners um that i've just like listened to podcasts as well as everyone else that we've talked about already uh i, I don't mean to bundle you all together but i mean we celebrated <laughs> you already let's be real we'll celebrate you again later on but yeah engage with us get involved message us at us on twitter and instagram and the like we're on tiktok we don't do shit on tiktok but we are there we are there. I follow us for one. I'm one of the three followers that we have. <laughs> Silhouette challenge coming soon. Oh, the people aren't ready. Or are you ready? Tweet us. Send us a DM, especially if you're sexy and single. <laughs> the first of it all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Shameless. If I had shame, I would be ashamed. It's a good thing that we are a shame-free zone. absolutely no judgments here apart from when we're judging the shit out of the people that are working really hard to entertain us on a thursday evening oh god the hypocrisy love Mm. it not hypocrisy actually duality that's on range honey yes come on (laughs) on range rover (laughs) manifestation once more (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to tell the people then what they're listening to yeah, I would be honoured. So, ladies and gentlemen, gather round and welcome to a Friday night edition of our podcast, Crunchy Drag! Ooh! A RuPaul's Drag Race recap 
podcast brought to you by two cousins who love to talk shit, have a laugh, and obsess over drag race. So get crunchy and have a kiki with us as we recount the latest episode of one of the most a sickening television shows in history. I'm Jocelyn Fox's right titty. Womp womp. But you can call me Annalise. <laughs> Justice for Jocelyn. <laughs> um, I am the head of press at H&M who's about oh. to get fired. Uh, <laughs> or quit my job. But you can call me Chris. Oh my god. Oh, oh. you better tell the people that what t-shirt you're wearing right now my friend literally wearing my little green and white my podcast recording t-shirt i swear it's every thursday basic bitch literally if anything she's consistent i'm wearing my h&m t-shirt <laughs> honestly rewatched the episode and rue said i don't want to see any more fucking h&m and i literally looked down and said well girl it's fair <laughs> to say you ain't ever gonna ever be on drag race and i do you not know I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That's okay. That's fine. As a tears roll silently down your face. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Let's dive into this episode. So we are recapping, recapping, reviewing mm. uh, RuPaul's Jag Race UK Series 2, Episode 5. And we start this episode by the queens coming back from last week's elimination and i mean it was i was gonna say it was Ginny got him eliminated she didn't actually she mm. kind of she sashayed away on her own accord um she bent a look around herself and sister sister's basically wondering um what would have been like would she have been able to kind of turn it in comparison um I guess you'll never know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet every night of that seven months, not even just the seven months, every night since, she just lays awake at night, tossing and turning, wondering what could have been. But life is cruel and we will never know. And now I'm really sad. Really. Mm. <laughs> I mean... Sobering thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know, I quite liked sister sister's lip sync though like i thought she turned it so and i i had not seen Ginny lip sync so i don't know in comparison like i don't know maybe maybe it still would have been the same outcome but hmm. we don't know. she's she's never gonna know um and uh ahura taste and bimini um believe that veronica did deserve to be in the bottom it's created a lot of tension and as a result taste referred to veronica as a cocky slag as a joke <laughs> as she was obviously joking but veronica obviously here has her back against the wall mm. and is feeling a, a certain way and that's fine you know you're gonna you're gonna be a bit upset that's okay girl like but just uh Feel your feelings yeah. in your pig mask yeah. still with the pig mask which cracks me up because she's like quite upset and i still can't take it seriously well her feelings are valid but it's coming out of a pig face and i'm still laughing and everything she says sounds like yeah. <laughs> oh bless her 
I mean, oh. and then she gives her confessional about how she hopes to be there till the very end. And obviously, I, I didn't really know what was coming. So I wrote, foreshadowing, question mark, up speak at the end of the sentence. Because I was like, oh, is this her, like, giving herself the kiss of death? But uh, we can't <laughs> get into that. Honestly, COVID said, hold my drink. <laughs> uh, and the rest was history because RuPaul comes in with a little message for the Queen saying that they all had to sashay away um, because the terrible, horrible coronavirus, which Ru used that word, mm-hmm. not COVID, um, has been the latest thing to hit the streets and the girls are, are out here coughing and <laughs> dropping um, <laughs> like flies. So the girls have to um, say goodbye, which is quite sad. Um, and then, like magic, the beauty of TV, um we are seven months later um and we've got some new walk-ins coming in i'm glad that they were not in drag because this was last would probably be about 20 minutes longer than it is going to be anyway um but there were some highlights quickly that i do want to um mention because i mean it was as soon as they walked in did it did was it just me or did it feel like there was like a this crazy new fresh energy yeah, no, there was definitely like, I mean, I d- I d- did I notice the energy at first? You know what? I'm not even going to lie to the people. I know. So, okay, so the, <laughs> the first thing I noticed was that beautiful blue blazer that Ahura was wearing, first one back in the workroom. And then I was like, oh, the eyebrows look nice, like a bit of eyebrow lamination. And then I saw the lips and I was like, oh, oh. Ooh, ah, um, and then after that, I just kept clocking the the new faces that we got walking in, the same faces in the same place, but new faces. That could have been such a dope rhyme, but um, I'm I'm not Cardi. <laughs> All her ghostwriters blame the Vertigo. It's up and it's down and it's down <laughs> and it's round. <laughs> um but the energy actually when you say it it was very like i don't know i didn't think it was the first time they'd seen each other because they weren't all like i know you can't really hug people nowadays but they weren't like oh my god so good to see you it was just kind of like you know we've all met each other before this like we've all had conversations and you know this is just us going to sit at the table in the workroom yeah, they were obviously, like, at this point, definitely in a WhatsApp group. We're chatting to each other on Instagram and all sorts. So, I mean, Or living together. Yeah, or living <laughs> together. Or living together. I saw Taste and Ahura in drag over, um, not the lockdown, because we weren't in a restriction at that point, but um, in a bar. Uh, and I was like... I'd heard at the time that they were going to be on the show. Mm. And so I was like, are you guys allowed to be hanging out like this? Like, real talk. Uh, (laughs) Like, what's happening? You're going to get in trouble. But they were living together. Um, Yeah, I was like, this is like, this is, this is real new, great energy from everyone that's going in. We've got some new faces, new lips, new teeth. Hi, sister, sister. (laughs) Um, New mullets. With... I was like, what's going on? Um, Ahura 
and coming in first with do you carry a lunchbox it's a <laughs> reference from that's a raven just in case no one got that do you carry a lunchbox <laughs> um from the iconic episode where Raven has to dress up as lasagna to get Victor back. Honestly, we could do a spin-off podcast about That's Raven. I am obsessed. I'm so obsessed with Aurora because it's such a niche, random reference right? to carry a lunchbox. But I was like, this is brilliant already. Like, honestly. It's a um, bit of you, babe. It's a bit of you. And if you would like to hear this That's So Raven spin-off, breathe. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh my gosh you're gonna have to pay us guys if you want to hear a, a little oh my gosh i've just realized sorry this is so distracting from the podcast but your name your <laughs> username is annalise gyllenhaal mm-hmm. yes my correct legal when... government name what of it when did you marry jake gyllenhaal um i mean i'm still technically under the uh non-disclosures terms so i'm not really allowed to reveal that yet we're gonna have to wait till our um spread in uh vogue the american vogue not the british one unfortunately but um wait and see watch this space that subtle shade at uk vogue how dare you you know what how dare i because edward is doing bits so i should not disrespect his name on this on this, what day is it? It's Friday, isn't it? It's the it's the um the holy day for the Jewish folks out there, and it's Chinese New Year. <laughs> happy Chinese, Lunar. happy Chinese New yeah, Year. Yeah, Chinese lunar. I've seen a lot of different beefs happening on social media today. Asian Asian warfare, Asian civil war all over the gaff. So um, I'm just gonna say Lunar New Year. Happy New Year to you all. Yeah, I don't know what is going on. Like, is Mercury in retrograde again? Because, like, everyone's lost their damn mind on social media. Someone that I went to college with, this is so not about the podcast right now. (laughs) Someone that I went to college with put up a a post and it was, like, him and, like, his East Asian friend. And it was, and the caption was, like, Happy New Year. And I was like, Miss Ma'am, what is is this? (laughs) Is, are you saying this because your friend's East and East Asian? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. And we'll, yeah, because anyway, let's go back to the middle like, where things are safe. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will. Don't worry. Um, anyway, uh, Root enters um, in this Andy Warhol reference. <laughs> um, I just saw the neon wig and I literally was like, Jimmy, how are you doing? Jimmy and- caught a tan. <laughs> we weren't meant to be leaving the country, Miss Man. Why are you looking so te- Oh, it's RuPaul. Oh, Ru. Hiya. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> UK hun. Uh, <laughs> um and shortly behind RuPaul uh enters um the Brick Crew, or is it the Brick Crew? It's actually shock horror. Joe Black, Estina Mandela, and Cherry Valentine. Um, which I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, they really like yes, okay. Um let's get into it like let's let's get one of these girls back and sure enough one of them was coming back didn't expect the girls to uh be the ones to vote uh who they wanted back it was giving me major high school tease um Mm. who who would you have who would you have voted to come back if you were there so if i was there and i was competing i would have probably who would i have brought back i probably would have brought back 
Joe, just because Astina would have had a fire under her ass and she would have been coming from my crown and my repeater badges. No, thank you, ma'am. You can go back home to East London. And it would have been either Cherry or Joe. And then me just being me, the observer, I, I wanted to see Joe there because I really liked Joe um, from the Meet the Queens in the first episodes. And I was really disappointed um, that she had to leave. So, yeah, Joe. Yeah, I think I would probably agree. Like, I love the Cena, but like, I feel like if I was a drag queen, I'd be like, yeah. you're a threat. I can't have you here. And for that same reason, I think that the girls felt the same same way yeah, about Cherry as well. So. I was like, it was very telling that no one said Cherry. I feel like Cherry drew the short straw. And like that week that she went, it was just a bit of a blip. Because I looking at like, I've been looking at some of the looks and stuff that she's had yeah. planned this season. And she would have eaten so many of these challenges right. up. So I'm yeah like she would have at least i think she would have if she didn't go that week she would have at least still mm-hmm. been here yeah. at this point um but yeah i would say joe um and majority of the girls also voted joe with ellie tia sister sister uh lawrence tace all voting for joe to come back uh and ahura and bimini voting for astina poor cherry they dragged uh, her all the way out of you know the nhs all the way out of lockdown just to be like okay screen time for five minutes and then no one's gonna say your name and you're gonna go home that was mighty (laughs) mighty rude i hope they paid for her tube fare at least well i mean her and astina did win an actual prize the first monetary prize oh not monetary but like the first prize that's worth worth something they got like a stay at a hotel uh, two nights stay in a top London hotel, which was like, I mean, in comparison, it's like the winner of series one yeah. and series two get their own show. <laughs> but like, that's a given if you're a but winner, also, surely. Are we forgetting um, that this is still very much like COVID is still here? Like it's seven months later and surprise, surprise, COVID, coronavirus, Miss 19 herself is still here. And they're like, you've won a completely useless prize that you're not going to be able to redeem before it runs out because we didn't want to pay for the five-year stay. No, no. <laughs> it's literally up there with Sasha Valor winning a lifetime supply of hamburgers and <laughs> vegan. Oh, you could forget. Oh, never forget. Honestly, I was like, what am I watching? Um... But yeah, uh, Mr. Joe Black is uh, back, 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 back again. Um, looking spooky, ooky, ooky. Um, and she's back. And Rue announces that this week's maxi challenge is the Ruru Vision song contest. Uh, exciting. I'm, I mean, when it's, when it's right, it's right. And it feels right. Um, Joe Black, as the returning queen, is the leader of uh, a team. And Lawrence Cheney, as the winner of last week's challenge, uh, you are the leader of the other. Um, and then they do this, the usual picking teams. Um, I thought this was really interesting because Joe's team, Joe chose Tia, Sister Sister, and Ellie Diamond. Uh, Lawrence chose Bimini, Taze, and Ahura. And I literally was like, oh, mm. oh, one of these teams is the top four 
and the other. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not casting any shade, no. but just from what we have seen in the competition okay. so far, <laughs> you're not wrong. One team. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm not. There's definitely an underground, an underdog team, and a front runner team. Um, so I was like, this could go either ways. Are they going to prove themselves, or are they going to? As in, mm-hmm. are the underdogs going to prove themselves this week and topple the confident front runners off off the path? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, then let's let's go. Let's let's get into this Ruru vision, which I mean, I'm. It's just the campus old thing, isn't it? Ruru Honestly, vision. as I if can't... Eurovision wasn't the campus. Like my little camp heart was shook in European and Israel and Australia for whatever reason but oh my god Eurovision is just <laughs> one of my favourite things in the world and this is going on two years now that we haven't had Eurovision so this has come to I mean the vertigo may be trying to take me down but the Ruru vision it brought me back up and that's the gospel for Friday evening <laughs> Um, well, before we jump more into this uh, maxi challenge, let's yeah, take a break. I need to have a lie down and prepare. Come on, vertigo! <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Uh, UK hun. I'm all right, hun. UK hun. Are you out, babes? UK hun. UK hun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we are recapping RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 2, Episode 5. Um, and the girls have just been asked to prepare for the Ruvision Song Contest. Um, I sounded like Graham Norton in my head when I just said that. It didn't <laughs> pro- probably sound like that at all. And the girls are split and they need to start brainstorming. Um, the names, Banana Drama, <laughs> I laughed at for a bit. It was yeah. cute. Um, United King Dolls is, was, I mean, it was a fierce name. I loved it. It was brilliant. Um, this, 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 like, these two teams, I just can't get over how, like, one is like the campy i i feel like the campy kind of kind of vibe with the girls um i mean lawrence cheney literally just calls them the golden girls <laughs> straight out the back it was like banana rama banana drama uh you know more like, like golden girls and he said what did he say what he are they gonna like? kill us with cat cat piss. Piss. <laughs> Golden Girls featuring their young friend Ellie Diamonds. Oh, I loved it. Like it, like it just fits them so well. Like the banana drama, like very camp, and forgetting that two of them, well, at least that we know, Tia and we've got Ellie, who are. I mean, we've seen them both perform before in the most brilliant musical that I've ever seen in my life. Still reading weeks later. <laughs> Rats, the rusical. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> oh, that was horrifying. Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm cackling so hard, but it's literally us that's made these jokes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
my god. Monsters is still just like it it lives rent free <laughs> in my head. I literally was watching the dishes the other day and I literally out of nowhere just went Monsters <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love that. Oh my god, my influence. Flipping hell, you're mine. Um, <laughs> I did love Tia's slight subtle shade when she was like, she said, "This ain't the this ain't the search for the next pussycat doll." <laughs> oh yeah, you dickhead. You dickhead. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like British queens being like just unapologetically British. Absolutely. Um, voice of the people. Tea or coffee. Um, Rupal enters the workroom um, and has a little run through with the queens. Um, not much really said. It's just kind of like, I mean, it's meant to obviously be everyone's meant to be nervous. That's all the point of these these walkthroughs. Mm. But actually, it was like Tea was just discussing not having Veronica on her side and having to now like fend for herself and. Uh, which we would later discover is this the foreshadowing, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why they threw that in there because there really wasn't much else to note, was there? I mean, I loved the uh, I loved the acronym UKD. That's I mean, who doesn't? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last you're going to hear from me for this podcast because my mind has wandered. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> and everyone announces that the ladies will be assisted, um, vocally produced, um, by none other than the most incredible, most tantalizingly talented Emily K. Oh, um, that was a nice introduction. Oh, thank you. I like talking to my ipad once a week and pretend it's something <laughs> amazing <laughs> um excuse me that's very offensive because it absolutely hundo percent is amazing thank you i mean what you say is amazing i'm just mm-hmm. here to mm-hmm. i'm i'm here for the free food <laughs> here for the snacks here for i'm the- here for, here for the snacks there ain't no snacks got some minty anyway let's <laughs> let's get back on track all right so we have the ladies uh running in through these uh, recordings these vocal rec- recordings first in is banana drama mm-hmm. um which consisted of sister sister ellie diamond joe black aka glenn close and <laughs> uh tea coffee um I mean, like, they did, everyone did all right. Sister and Ellie did all right. Joe Black and this <laughs> Glenn Close, but no cigar. No cigar. No cigar? No cigar? <laughs> How? How? I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm convinced Joe was doing this for telly purposes, because what? Honestly, like maybe once or twice you could understand, but MNEK was literally just there. Like not not a word was spoken, it was just looking and looking <laughs> and looking. <laughs> <laughs> and the queens in the background were like the 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 like exhausting but so entertaining at the same time. <laughs> 
And then Tia Coffey obviously proved that not only can she sing, but she can rap and she can write. This is, this is. I mean, I'm glad we're getting to see more of people's skills. Um, I think that everyone underrates, like, the writing process in mm. these musical challenges. Like, some of these are bars. We'll get to that later on. But, like, I was like, okay, come through. Um the United King dolls <laughs> strutting and then K literally is like, oh my gosh, it's the Powerpuff Gays. And literally <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad because if it wasn't him that said it, it was gonna be me. I was literally like, oh my gosh, like there's there's one in every colour. <laughs> and that's on Rainbow. It was lovely. It was lovely. I was thoroughly I mean what did I even write for this bit? I wrote, Powerpuff Gays, I am dead. And I wrote, Let's Fat Man Scoop It. And they go through this section because I laughed. And I laughed and I laughed. And everything was twerking and tiny in the background. Oh. I can't believe it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Trust the straight girl to pick up on the Fat Man Scoop reference. <laughs> Come through. I don't even know what the song was called now, but you know the song. You know the song. <laughs> Fat Man Scoop. Brooke the Clan. That's the one. But everyone thought it was Walk the Clank and it was just a whole moment back in the 2000s. You Fat had to Man have been there. <laughs> <laughs> um... To some people that are listening to this podcast, they won't know what that is because we looked at the statistics and there are some some young young people out there listening to us. Well, I think we're being are we influencers now? Can, are we key workers then? <laughs> Hi Trinity. Um <clears throat> anyways, um Ohora is doing this uh possessed by a sex worker voice and I was living. Um she was giving Walmana like babe station vibes. Um, Bimini uh, and her questionable voice, but she got there in the end. Yeah, taste. Uh, all I just wrote is put your hands up, yeah, hands up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm terrified and entertained. And then Lawrence Cheney oh. was literally <laughs> the main driver of the struggle bus. I was like, what. <laughs> driver of the struggle bus Whoa. honestly like oh. and then I mean, EK had like topped it off and was like no that was not good like <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you thought that facts was but it's tax America like I mean it was what it was like we we all witnessed it and EK was like had the good grace to be the spokesperson for the people <laughs> um it was Lovely seeing Emily K there actually, and like literally the talent that just kind of oozes out, and he's just like like really Break calm it. and lovely and just oh um regular staple on Drag Race every se- every series please 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 let's manifest that. Um, okay. We have the dance rehearsals, banana drama, uh, click clack clocking down this runway um, and trying to practice. I don't know what was happening i could see there were just too <laughs> many ideas ellie wanted to be a bit passionate and go full-on fierce tia was thinking they should have like ham it up and be a little bit funnier and in the end they did none of those things as we would like to see <laughs> uh and they settled for what they decided was like simple choreo to kind of be easy for the others to pick up um, namely joe 
um mm. which i mean okay work let's see how that works out i guess it was quite nice that they were like no like let's not like trip joe up let's try and get exactly. her which was nice but i mean a little bit of hindrance there um it's and nice. then on the mm. flip side uk uh, uk dolls <laughs> ukd um Lawrence Cheney still at the petrol station filling up the petrol for this struggle bus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lawrence was having a difficult time, <laughs> a difficult time, and like that's okay, like dancing and singing, not her thing, and that's fine as well. Like she was a she was a wreck during Rats, like the rehearsal. So like, I mean, I'm not yeah. su- I'm not surprised by this, but she fucking turned it. We'll get to that later on. And shout out to Taste because she literally put these girls through it. And, like, I think she really did a great job in, like, directing and choreographing this whole um, moment. And exactly. She-, she said, Todrick, I am the light-skinned one with the green eyes. You are dismissed. <laughs> Todrick <laughs> found on TikTok doing these dances. <laughs> Todrick's found uploading videos of that bedroom that he has. I don't know what is going on with that. <laughs> oh, the less said, the better. Honestly. Love you, Todrick. But girl, call and us. We share the same surname as well. I was like, uh... oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Redacted. We're gonna get the stalker fans. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so ready for you. Come and love me. Give me that validation that I need. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are back in the workroom for a new day. Um, and for once, we're back in the workroom and it's not an emotional kind of vibe. Mm. Quite nice. I mean, obviously, there's still a bit of story there. We uh, joined Bimini and Lawrence. I This, is, this episode... Like, I mean, Bimini's been, like, giving us little nuggets of, like, reasons why to, like, why we should love her. But just, like, every time Bimini opens her mouth and talks, I'm just like, oh, I love you even more. Um, yeah. They talk about uh, drag being an unfeasible, uh, unfeasible kind of way of working during lockdown. And Lawrence opens up. Um, a little bit as well and discusses like you know mental health uh, and we get introduced to PMA positive mental attitude thank you Bimini um, positive mental attitude <laughs> I was thinking about Bimini's accent because I was like aren't you from Norfolk yeah <laughs> <laughs> People like, from Norfolk have like really interesting accents because everyone I've sort of spoken to, I'm like, in my head, I never thought that you would sound like this when you say you're from Norfolk, but here you are. Um, yeah, positive mental attitude. And I was like, yeah, brilliant. Love that. Teach the children. Um, <laughs> and then we have Taste and Ahura. Um, and it's just a sense, it's just like the usual no one wants to go home chat, isn't it, really? Yeah. Like, which is fair. I would be I'd be pissed if like after seven months yes. yeah. of like, you know, practicing and getting better and up in, and it feels like the energy in the in the workroom feels like everyone's like in a good place and they're there and they're feeling confident. Yeah. It would be so shit being the first one to go. Someone's gonna do it though. Mm. 
and then Bimini obviously saying <laughs> when um Tayson and Ahura was like what you like one of them has to win to bring the trophy home and Bimini was like I'll bring it round <laughs> <laughs> oh Bimini oh, what a ray hey, of sunshine honestly what a ray um and yeah I mean that's it and then the girls kind of were like all right that's enough that's all you're gonna get out of us this week no tears today we've got a runway to do later on um speaking of runways we are gonna get to that unamento but first I think we should take a little break I think so I need a wee oh wee wee la la A bing bang bong to you, good sir. A sing sang song to you, madame. <laughs> <laughs> that could legitimately become a thing. <laughs> I love this. If I watch Eurovision next year and the UK these the UK dolls are not on it, then I quit Eurovision forever. Going cold turkey. Honestly, you they could perform this song at Eurovision. I would Right. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, how perfect would that be? Um if you're joining us, we are recapping uh RuPaul's Drag Race UK series two, episode five. And we're just about to jump into these runways. Runway! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like H section needs a little jingle, and it just needs to be us. Runways, runways, runways. Rue steps out on the runway and looks cute in this little pink look, um, but she's absolutely outshined by Michelle Visage, looking like a model. She do look good. She do look good. She looked so, so good. Um, and Emma Nike is our special guest this week, looking just all flavours of incredible. Resplendent. Yes. You know, he's like since cut the hair, but I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm still mourning. We'll always have this moment. <laughs> Um, before the runway itself, we have the Revision Song Contest beginning. First up is United King Dolls coming out, consisting of Tace, Ahura, Bimini, and Lawrence Cheney. See how I didn't say Lawrence Cheney? <laughs> You've done so, so well. And you haven't said, you haven't put no respect on Ellie's name. She's still waiting for that YouTube video, you know? <laughs> She can wait a little bit longer. I can't do YouTube. Oh. I can't do YouTube videos just yet. <laughs> um, oh, what did you think of this? I am obsessed with this version. I've streamed it like probably 20, 30 times already. It is just, it's that everyone delivers so well. Like Lawrence comes out first and is brilliant. I actually turns it like, the lyrics, yeah the lyrics rehearsal the rehearsals really did work i feel like lawrence's like lyrics are clever um i loved it but for me the highlights are taste and bimini a horror did great as well like all they all deserved the win this week um, for sure but bimini's verse 
was just exceptional. You know, the whole like gender bender, system offender. Yeah, the lyrics were beautiful. I like it rough, but I like little sender. I was like, oh, you're, you're just, oh, your mind. Um, Shaking them little boobies at every opportunity. Yeah. Loved, loved it. It was good. The only, like, literally the only minuscule critique that I had is that, um, I mean, the outfits, like, they, they were not cohesive. And Trace, like, Taste did not even try to blend in. It. It's like, you know what? No. <laughs> I look good. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> And apart from that, it was stunning. Yeah, there was like cohesion, like she doesn't exist this week across the board. Like, honestly, (laughs) Taste was here to give her like, I'm about to leave the band and go solo fantasy. And you know what? Yeah. Sometimes when it's right, it's right. You know, like I loved, I, I, I thought they ordered exceptionally well. I do feel like I really wish that there was a little bit of cohesion, like you said, with the looks. But other than that, I couldn't afford it. This was gorgeous. This is like it's it's in the when the song started, it starts with literally bing bang bong. Bing <laughs> sang song. Ding dang dong. I was like, who wrote this? I just want to have some words. Because what? Like it didn't make sense. Like I was like, this is this is so weird. This is not, this is not what I think this is. And then within like, like the first like 10, 20 seconds, I was like, oh, oh, so I'm going to be obsessed with this for like a week or two <laughs> or 10 or 10 weeks. And now every time I listen to it, it's like, it, I mean, it is giving, you know, Frock Destroyers breakup, but this is so much better, I feel personally. It was a camp little bop to the core. It was the little breakdown in the middle and Lawrence screaming clap for the bing bang bong I was like, oh my god, what is going on? New levels keep change. UK Han (laughs) (laughs) It was sublime like the same minds that gave us rats the musical just keep on giving and giving and giving and honestly like they're gonna break their backs they need to sit down and have a sip of water have a cup of tea and just rest because no one can be that benevolent 24 7 my god honestly feeding the children um and over with banana drama Hmm. um consisting of Joe Black, Tia Coffee, Ellie Diamond, and Sister Sister. Um, I was intrigued. Joe Joe comes out first with Joe's verses first, uh, and it was like playful, but there was just something was amiss. I clocked the outfit straight away, but before mm-hmm. that, I just want to say that. Tia Coffee looked incredible. Like the dress, the hair, her makeup, she looked great. Like I was literally like, this is the best we've seen you look so far in the competition, I think. I, I personally felt like I was like, she looks she looks amazing. She looked good. And she had the dolls kill pink leopard print boots on, and I was extremely jealous and living for it. She did look mighty resplendent on that stage. Yeah, uh, Ellie Diamond was a bit reserved, I felt, like, during this performance. So I was like, yeah. okay, 
um sister everything sister. was just a bit low energy wasn't it like it's yeah. such a, it's, it should have been such a joy like it's freaking eurovision baby and it was just very low energy I want to know if they, like, toned down the choreo. One, because of Joe, but two, because when um, Frock Destroyer... Obviously, were comparing themselves to... Well, both groups were probably comparing themselves to Frock Destroyers last year being so successful. And, yeah. like, people kind of knew the routine as well to it. The, oh, and a breakup. Yeah. Bye-bye. Like, you can, like, see, like, I see everyone doing it in, in my head now. And I don't know if they were trying to replicate that by making it, like, an easy step-by-step kind of vibe. But, I mean, Ooh. it wasn't America. It wasn't stunning. Tea or coffee, <laughs> it, it wasn't. I didn't, I, I mean, I'm not sure everyone, like, tried their hardest. But then the expectation was really high. I also felt like whenever they, whenever they chuck in a couple of, like, shady glances from the judges i'm just like mm. that has a big that that weighs heavily on people's opinions and so i was really trying to not pay attention to that as much as possible but it just the, i felt like it wasn't the verses weren't hitting tia's verse was the best in this group and it was re- it was a really 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 good verse as well like i i i saw um someone tweet being like can you someone please edit um, Tia's version onto the UK Dolls, like the, the UKG's <laughs> version. Um, and sadly, we can't have it, but we have both both versions available. Um, but yeah, I just felt like Tia's was like Tia really did really well in that. A surprise to no one. I mean, come on, Tia. Yeah. <laughs> not that we're biased or anything. This is not a Tia Coffee Stan account, but is it? Ooh. <laughs> um sister sister really was giving it her all this episode it was kind of like is was it just like filler that you got injected like, <laughs> or, like someone like there's like a there's an energy that's that's about her that like i'm like wow you're really bringing it a little bit more um, she looked like the only one that was having fun the whole time in that in that performance yeah tia was just great but she just didn't she was having a lot of fun i think she was just like worried about how they were coming across yeah for sure you can fine. see it in her face um uh and yeah then we've just got a lot of, a lot of like shady shots of uh rue looking confused during this performance <laughs> um and then we have the runway which is uh the category is day at the seaside um let's quickly rattle through these um bimini's out first yeah what are you saying? It's a yes from me, dog. Yes, we are so in sync. It's a, it's a billion times yes. Bimini literally looks incredible. Like this is, so, I think for me, the best that she's looked this season. Like, I just was like, I, I audibly like screeched because she just looks, she looks incredible. And it was just the icing on the cake for how well she's done this week. Like honestly, um. So it was a mega yes from me. Yep. Uh, yes, yes to uh, a shoot. It was incredible. Um, Taste was out next. Again, looking stunning, like gorgeous. I'm like, how does how how does your mug get even more beautiful? Like, how is that possible? I know it's 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 just hateful at this point, isn't it? Just hateful to the rest of us, average Joes. <laughs> 
<laughs> just looks golden. Just golden. Head to toe. Just, oh, just beautiful. As that washed off on the beach, I mean, that would be my lucky day. Honestly, I'd play the lottery and I'd win, definitely. For sure. Because, like, hello. Um, Aurora's out next. And I literally was like, I'm exhausted. How can all three of these queens come out and absolutely snatch me up like that? This is disgusting. I can't believe how perfect like like i was like amazing 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 um it's attempted murder at this point like i've been holding my breath i've been gasping like i've i've not i've not breathed a full breath this is attempted murder assault on my life how dare they exceptional Um, so good lawrence is fourth to come out of the runway um and for me I wasn't, I think because it was so stacked in the beginning with Bimini, Tate and Ahura. Yeah. So by the time it got to Lawrence and I was like, I mean, it's the seaside. So I was expecting a bit of camp anyway to come, mm-hmm. but we got campy glamour. We got like, like Ahura was like, the was a great intersection of camp and glamour. Yeah. It I was, agree. it was, Lawrence was, was playing camp, which is fine. Like I, like I love Lawrence and like looking at, the outfit and how she wore it and everything like that like it looked it looked great on her but I just wasn't I was kind of like oh I'm not really a fan the mug looked good the mug looked good yeah this is really random but like orange is her color yeah and orange is no one's color yeah but I'm like I would like to see that in a different kind of outfit (laughs) that was not meant to be shady at all i promise i just wasn't feeling the lifeboat fantasy kind of vibe um uh ellie i was gonna say ellie golding ellie golding is is not anything to do with drag race oh my god i know somewhere in marlebone that she's just woken up from a meditation and been like someone said my name it's 2021 Someone said my day. Oh! That's how she sings. That was a disgusting laugh. I'm so sorry for screaming <laughs> down the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tell a lie, though. That's how she sounds. Um, Ellie Diamond is what I was meant to say. Walks down the runway. Um, and, uh, okay, really quickly. So I don't want to waste so much time on the runway. Um, but I, this to me was not it what i might be i'm probably the only person in the uk that's that thinks this but this is what you know this is this is why there's two people on this podcast and not one person um i loved that she took a risk and it was campy and i loved it for a bit but then i was like oh america it's not stunning for me it's not it wasn't it wasn't doing everything that i wanted from Ellie and like I think the thing for me is that like she is such an incredible like she's an incredible, like amazing drag queen but like her makeup skills are to die for and I, I was like I was like oh why have we lost your face this week and then this, the outfit felt a bit costumey especially next to like Graham said next to the other queens I think this week it just gave me like 
costumey and I was just like oh I'm really gutted that we've like we're not seeing your face it's camp and it's funny and that's what the seaside is the seaside is camp and fun but I was I don't know it was just a no for me sorry I mean it was a yes for me dressed as a motherfucking sea oh oh swearing but she was dressed as a seagull and it was thrilling I mean, I, I just cackled. I cackled and I cackled. But also, we know by now, you know, we're six episodes deep in this podcast. And my mind is gone, shattered, blown to pieces. So, I mean, I was very entertained by seeing a seagull on the run. Yeah. I mean, the judges loved it. I was just like, uh... it just wasn't for me. But who am I? Like, whatever. Um, Tia is out next in this soft serve look and it was for me and it's probably a little bit biased because I love a little bit tea or coffee mm. but it was a safe yes for me I preferred this look over Ellie's look if I'm being completely honest with okay. you like and I know yeah I'm gonna get crucified for saying that but like I said it I said what I said um <laughs> <laughs> It's my it's my opinion. I'm not being hateful. No, no, I'm no. just saying. Um, I mean, her her face, like her makeup. I've not seen her looked that gorgeous so on the show. It was it was it was beautiful. Um, I did agree. I don't know what the cone situation was going on down below, but uh, yeah, it was like it was. Do you know what her performance in within that group? I thought was going to be enough to kind of let her be safe because mm. she had the best verse well I say her verse anyway was, was incredible yeah. but I think it goes back to what you were saying about like she didn't look she was enjoying it that mm-hmm. much what did you give this I said a no I know I did a soft oh. no like it was kind of like it took me a while to realize it was ice cream because I mean I'm not fancy, so I didn't realize that you put a glacé cherry on top of an ice cream. Um, I was real confused. <laughs> Girl, what? I was like, what kind of face she paints? Is that some carte de or? Is that the Hagen dates? I was. <laughs> And then I saw the skirt and I was like, oh, ice cream. But that's like the little McDonald's ice creams with the small, small, like, struggle cones. So um, it could have been a bit more textured. It could have been longer, a bit more tapered. But her face and her hair were so beautiful. And also it's Tia. So I'm never going to hate on my girl. And if that makes me biased, then yes. Biased. Um, sister, sister comes out on the runway next, and she has this ketchup look. Let's get into that later on because, child. <laughs> um, but for me, I felt like it looked like it costed a bit of money, but I was like, the shape is a bit weird, and I feel like sister, sister. I've seen sister, sister on in this competition, like pad really well yeah. and like make sure like like outfits like look incredible on her um but this wasn't it for me like and also she didn't win the chip war <laughs> like she didn't but she I didn't think she she didn't win the chip best chip no. um so it was a no for me and also that random blob of, of ketchup that was like out on her side it was giving me like 
I don't know what. I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah, it was there, wasn't it? It was just kind of there. Yeah, sorry, sister, sister. Um, and finally, Joe Black is out on the runway, and this was a yes for I me. Loved it, it was <laughs> just the detail was brilliant. Everything, like I literally, I had to keep pausing it to like at first because I was like, "What on earth is going on?" And then, and then just the acting of it, it was so sublime. Like the wind, spill ice cream, like the bedazzled, like Judith Liber looking bag of chips, <laughs> the scarf that was made out of tickets. It was just so camp. <laughs> Yeah, she sold it 1,000%. I was like, okay, I'm with you now. I got you. Um, yeah, and that was that was the runway. Um, the United King dolls are all um, presented with repeater badges. I'm just glad because I was saying the other day how I was worried that we were going to get for a season and a horror and taste wouldn't win a badge. But I'm just glad to see that they got a badge. Personally, Where did the BBC I get thought... this budget from? I mean, all of a sudden they were like, <laughs> you know what? Repeater badges for all. <laughs> we can't give you any cash prizes on this show, but we can we can afford one badge per episode. <laughs> but we got four. They saved some money during lockdown too. Um, you know, they just put water in them cocktail glasses. They were like, you know what? You want these repeater badges, but all oh, no, can't have no cocktails. <laughs> I I did feel like. It was for me. It was Bem- it was Bimini and Tace's week this week for a win. If it it could have been either or, I was leaning towards Bimini, but also Tace really snapped the group together um, during the rehearsals, and it wouldn't have been a performance that it was without Tace's input. But Bimini just really killed it for me this week. Yeah, agree. I have nothing to add to that because that literally is what I was thinking. And then that means that Banana Drama are uh, in the bottom this week. And uh, we usually on the show glaze over the critiques because we're kind of like, yeah, with all due respect, you're all great, the judges, whatever. But we don't want to concentrate too much on it. Um, But this week we have to because for whatever reason, RuPaul (laughs) obviously had a really hard lockdown because Hanger... (laughs) Hanger management. Oh my god! <laughs> like the anger. Um, Ellie gets her critiques. Um, I personally didn't really vibe with it. I've said that already. Um, but she didn't get critiques that much. The judges loved her vibe. Tea coffee. Um, RuPaul is pissed. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul is pissed. Her look gets called local. It's regional. Um. And, like, yeah, it wasn't the best look on the runway, but it, I, I was, I don't know, I was just like, oh, this is so hard. And then when she said, like, I'm going to step it up, Rumru was literally just like, don't you dare say that. You say that already. You said it already a couple of times now. I don't want to hear it anymore. And then, then Rue was on one with the whole, like, the world is ending, by the way. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> Oh my god! There was, you know, that there was like a doctor just off shot of the camera and was like, "I'm, I'm gonna have to tranquilize." <laughs> they were waiting with that dark gun <laughs> because RuPaul is normally just on whatever beautiful sedative that 
brutalism. But this week, maybe they didn't let it through customs. When she had to do that two-week quarantine to get over here in that hotel room, cold turkey, babe. <laughs> RuPaul's not having any of it. But by the grace of Tia herself, she managed to just make RuPaul laugh. Thank God. She could talk her way out of Honest. a paper bag, that one. Honestly, like giving you she really is Tia is giving me such big like Shangela kind of energy oh, like yeah. yeah like RuPaul does have a soft spot for her and the audience do as well like not everyone I think the same the same people that are like a lot of the fans who are critiquing Tia very heavily were saying similar things about Shangela on her first well her second mm. series her second yeah, season yeah. as well um but i mean she's turning it she's still here um and i think that's you know that's testament to her talents like she has other talents that are not lying in what other fans are critiquing her looks wise there are other things that she's giving you she's giving you performance she's fucking hilarious um so yeah, I was like, okay, well, you continue what you're doing, mom, because you're still here, and some of the girls aren't. Um, <laughs> Amen. Uh, um, and then Rue uh, decides to strike the biggest blow of all time <laughs> with uh, by saying that she doesn't want to see any more fucking H and M. Uh, <laughs> when RuPaul jokingly admits that the dress that she got critiqued on being basic was from H&M and not Primark I bet she regrets making that joke <laughs> so much, like she probably thought this will lighten the low this will, this will, light, this will lighten the mood, sorry um, Tia's making jokes and, and she did she did alright and Joe was like, I'm going to try and make a joke too <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was that yeah yeah that yeah <laughs> she was fuming and she was just like you know i didn't come over i didn't come over the pond to flip in see you lot present h&m shit and that's that's kind of tea to be fair like it is drag race it's not that's true you know, that's it's, true it's, it's yeah but i mean this is also rupaul uh who has like a couple, proper like glam team you know what I'm saying? And... All 50 of them got that fracking yeah, money like... to be paying all these people. <laughs> <laughs> not the fracking. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> um, uh, before we get into Untucked, let's untuck ourselves a little bit and have a little Ooh break. La la. They're born. By the grace of the bang and the tan and the son yandan, I am back for another session. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> and you have to say, oh, my friend. Oh, see. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> I know what else I could say there, girl. <laughs> I know. It's just bamboozle and stun the folks at home. How y'all doing? <laughs> Um, we are jumping into this part of the Untucked episode. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, the girls are, they're not fighting, but they're definitely doing a lot. Um, we have the say we have the safe queens. They're not the safe queens. They're the winners. All four winners of the week. That's really weird to say. Mm. Um, and taste referring to the girls' uh, performance as giving her big buttlins energy. Oh, she said, <laughs> "Come on, buttlins!" <laughs> yes. Honestly, brilliant, brilliant. Um, uh, and then the bottom queens come back into Untucked and join the winners. Um, and we have Chipgate, who wore it best. <laughs> I, I mean, do I need to ask you who wore it best? I mean, it's like asking me if KFC chips are in any way delicious when you the- put McDonald's right there. The way how they choose to beat the hell out of these those chips, KFC chips, like they're Beautiful. like fresh out of their fresh out the fryer, and then they're like, do you know what will be good now? Let's soak them in water and then microwave that and then serve it to people. Why are they always so soggy like that for? Um, Cold, soggy, flaccid, horrid. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get back to it. Um, there's tension between Ahura and Sister Sister. Uh, I feel like I I think it's pretty obvious at this point in Drag Race when everyone gets to Drag Race, you hang up all your stuff and you're looking at everyone what everyone has planned for the season. Like we've seen it before. How is she though? How, right. How is she though? Like how? we've seen it. We've seen the girls check each other's stuff out before. So. I was kind of like, okay, like I think everyone's seen what everyone kind of had planned for this runway. So sister kind of saying she didn't have any, she didn't find any inspiration. You might not find inspiration, <laughs> but you were definitely, well, you definitely had an inkling. Like like Tay said, there was a fucking chip over. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, sister sister found the money over lockdown to change her outfit. And that's that, you know, that's her trying to kind of like she changed out because she felt she needed to, which I mean, this is drag race, do what you can. But mm. uh, I don't know. I was just like, mm, I think I'm going to go to a horror's chip shop. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, babe. <laughs> Agreed. I'm sorry. I mean, the seagull on her head, though. Like... That was a good touch, actually. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. And she had, she had. We have not given enough love to that seagull. Yeah, that was a good little touch. And also, there was. Um... Did she have, but she had like bird poo flex on her as well, which I was like, okay, yeah. that's quite that's that's smart. That's what a sort of horrors missed, but it just I don't know. I'd go to a horror chip shop, sorry. And the you know the girls are trying kind of like trying to figure out uh, why Lawrence why Lawrence is sorry. The girls are trying to figure out uh, why sister is taking this so personally. Mm. Um, and I mean, to be fair to her, like I'd be really annoyed if people were around about kind of accusing me of copying another queen but look at the circumstances mama like look how it looks <laughs> you know read the room <laughs> read the room 
it was like a, it was a very straightforward untucked. I'm glad it was. I'm glad we had like a, a straightforward untucked and straightforward workroom for today. I think. And then we get a beautiful clip just to round it all off nicely of Ellie dressed as a seagull, like lip syncing in the mirror, and it's just like <laughs> burned into my mind because she looked really sexy to whatever she was miming to, and I was like, "This is a seagull. Like, why is this seagull so sexy?" <laughs> It was high comedy for me, but it was like a naught point three second clip. But it's just burned into my memory forever. <laughs> Ellie, in with that, literally, kind of like she Ellie's the Ellie as that seagull is the result of like a seagull that has committed cannibalism. It's <laughs> it's like a seagull that has you know like sometimes when you see birds accidentally eating like chicken out of chicken. a chicken that, like out of chicken in chips <laughs> box. Yeah. That was Ellie. Ellie has evolved. Like that seagull had evolved, and that was and that was its final form. Yeah, and it decided to wear that polka dot bikini. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! My mind is melted. Um, and then we're back to the, we're back to the runway. Um, and uh, before Rue kind of tells us who's safe and who's <laughs> lip syncing for their life. She kind of, in a roundabout way, apologises without saying sorry. She's kind of like, you know, I just see potential in all of you guys. Uh, and also, it's been a really long lockdown. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, Ru- RuPaul, are you, are you insinuating that you need some kind of release? Uh, on the BBC, madame? <laughs> oh, on the BBC. <laughs> um, before... Going on to um, announcing that Ellie Diamond and Sister Sister are safe, leaving Joe Black, who literally just got back, (laughs) (laughs) and Tia Coffee to lip sync for their lives. Um, And they are lipping, they're lip syncing to Don't Leave Me This Way, which I mean, this that is such a good lip sync song, anyway. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was written for Joe though. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a sick lip sync. Like, they're both funny. Like, they're both very dramatic. So I was like, this is going to be really good. But also, my heart was just broken for tears. So I was like, this is Joe's song. <laughs> like, oh. And then, was it because Joe, I thought Joe was going to give us a little bit more. Okay. And it then didn't. I mean, like, did in some parts, but it was very, Joe's lip sync was kind of similar to Joe's last lip sync for me, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. It was nuanced enough, but I just was like, I feel like this one, it hung in the balance for a little bit, and then Tia kept on doing little things to edge herself a little bit further in front of Joe, uh... And then the final thing that really, really hammered home that Joe was 100% going home <laughs> was the fake death drop at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come like, T, like, Joe just looked at Tia on the floor there and was like, oh, fuck, I really am going home, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, undeniable. I'll get you, RuPaul, and your little Tia, too. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so there we had it. Tia Coffee 
lives for another day. She chantes um, and promises that she will have a waist next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks so rattled. Like this whole episode, just so tearful. And uh, once again, we see her tearing up, you know, as she is told that she's staying. And I mean, I hope... I don't think myself, I was about to say, I don't think that she needs to do anything more because we love her for who she is, but maybe, maybe just a little bit more finesse, a little more je ne sais quoi, and a little bit more a foufou, you know what I mean? Excusez-moi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you not see the air coming out of a bar? Oh, God. Oh, God. The musical? That was, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we don't have any listeners from France because I definitely have offended the whole Watch of the French Watch when nation. we get viewers, viewers, <laughs> my viewers, subscribe to my channel. Um, Yeah, no, we're going to get listeners from France, a hundred percent. I mean, it's one of the European countries that we've not had any listeners from yet. And I'm literally just, I don't think we ever are because I've just offended them so much. I'm oh, so sorry. Oh, je suis Mon I say it from my I say it from my art. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, and that's it. Next week on Drag Race UK, um, we have Snatch Game. I'm so excited for Snatch Finally. Game. Finally. And also the oracle that you are, were we literally not last week just being like, Can you ever see Gemma Collins on Drag Race? I don't know. Pardon. Us. We honestly love to hate to see it because <laughs> Gemma Collins is, she's given us so much, but she's also such a messy human being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would love for one of the queens to ask her what her whole All Lives Matter ass was saying during lockdown, but I mean... Oof. You can't really come for a, one of the judges, can you? Anyway, I mean, I'm not going to pretend, sit here and pretend like I don't still quote Gemma Collins because I do. I, I, I do a On lot. A day. <laughs> yeah, I, it's quite sad, actually. You're obsessed with me and I love it. <laughs> a little shout out there. If you know, you know, that's for you. Um... <laughs> Imagine someone's going to do her not realizing that she's like the guest judge <laughs> surely not i mean cheryl did it last year and cheryl did it last year um, yeah 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 she did didn't she um somewhat hmm. uh, <laughs> love you cheryl hi uh <laughs> um yeah next week i think it's gonna be a game changer uh in, for me i'm seeing the top four as we said already like the united king dolls are very much shaping up to be an apparent top four. Mm. So I feel like the banana drama girls are going to have to work really, really hard to kind of shift that balance a little bit. It'll be interesting to see how things kind of pair, especially since Snatch Game is quite campy and, you know, the, the... banana drama girls are quite camp i don't mean to cause a rift and say there's a there's a this girl mm-hmm. group and there's a that but i mean there there kind of is at this moment yeah i mean for the purpose of this episode they're literally physically metaphorically was was there not <laughs> um but yeah that's i think that's 
um, pretty much it. I'm quite excited to see next week. I'm still reading from this week. It was flipping mental episode as per usual. I feel like we're never going to get like a chilled episode. We don't we don't want a chilled episode, but I, we're never going to get it either way. We will never know peace. <laughs> <laughs> chaos, chaos, chaos. Um, but yeah, I think that concludes another episode of Crunchy Drag. That it do. Thank you for sticking with us. We love you. Please come say hi to... I mean, first of all, you need to follow us. Don't just come and say hi if you haven't followed us because, I mean, I will be polite, but I will also hex you. So um, come and say hi. We want to see what you look like. And again, especially if you're sexy, but also... Um, please, please state how old you are because we're not trying to catch no lawsuits. Please, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be cancelled before I've already thrived. You know what I'm saying? The sherry pie of it all. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. Oh god, let me get back to the script. So <laughs> <laughs> Come back and kiki with us, crunchy ass bitches, next week. And until then, bye. Bye. No lawsuits. <laughs>